passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use, and youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, Up Next, Burts. Hello. Friends. Friends. NXT friends. And boy, hey, it's not even just NXT friends. It's wrestling friends. Wrestling friends, because it's wrestling Christmas this weekend. Playoffs, it's the finals, it's the Christmas, it's everything rolled into one. It's WrestleMania weekend, and we are here to stand. And deliver. <laughs> Not quite uh, as uh, pretty deadly. You can tell it's earlier in the day, because I'm so much more chipper right now right. on this WrestleMania Saturday. Talk to me tomorrow after yeah. after Gabby's, you know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Welcome to the... Stand and Deliver Post Show here on the Post Wrestling feed. Go to postwrestling.com for all the updates of everything going on this crazy week, especially John Away doing both nights of WrestleMania. Looking forward to that. Shout out John Ceno and his recommended match listings oh, yeah. as well, doing the, the Lord's work there. We've, we've been seeing all the people in the, in the Post Network having multiple screens up, trying to review yeah. two shows simultaneously whilst writing reports like... Uh, Power to them. Different streams, different wrestling, people oh, going yeah. to all sorts of things. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. So happy wrestling wherever it is you are or whatever it is you choose to watch this weekend. And uh, yeah, we're going to dive into some NXT Stand and Deliver. We watched a show at 1 p.m. I kind of liked it, to yeah. be honest. I-, I don't know how I'd have felt about getting up at like 8 a.m. to travel so- to the Crypto.com arena to watch it at... 10 a.m. So it would be 10 there, right? It started at 10. And then, so think, if you're, like, getting ready, you want to allow enough time LA traffic, like, it's, uh, yeah, you're probably leaving, you're getting up at around 8. 
after a, a heavy night on the on the Hollywood yeah, Strip, maybe the night before. That's so, tough. That's really rough. And like. I think there were times when this crowd did seem a bit tired, which is completely understandable. I've done these WrestleMania weekends. I'd have probably gone to the ROH show yesterday and had a few a few bevies as well. Yeah. Like, I'd have been a little tired. But they woke up at times in this, uh, especially a, a certain couple of matches we're going to talk about. Um, a pretty impressive uh, gate, I think, for this kind of, you know, since we've entered this 2.0 era of NXT and and... It looked pretty pretty full there at Crypto.com. It looked pretty full, like, everywhere, kind of, what I've been watching mm. uh, so far. We'll, we'll jump into some NXT, because we're going to cover the whole show that just happened. Uh, we will be watching both nights of WrestleMania at our sold-out WrestleMania watch party. Yeah, that's two nights. We sold out, baby. You know, people say, the BDE, they're sellouts. Mm. You're damn right we are, because we sell out every GD bar we Everything throw an we event do. at. Yeah. Yes, we are sold out for both nights. If you are in the area and wanting to come along, don't we may have some availability <laughs> on the door. We do have a pretty nice heated patio, which will be showing the event with sound on. Uh, so come along and we'll try to figure out a spot for you. But uh, as of this moment, we are completely sold out. For I accept events. payola. Payola? Yeah, you want, pay- you want in? We can talk. All Give right. me a number. I'll Tony D'Angelo and let people in. Yeah. Get, my girlfriend's working the door. <laughs> I can see tomorrow it's like some of the servers being like, well, this guy didn't order anything and didn't tip. I'm like, all right, what was his name? <laughs> Refund. All right. You want to come? Yeah, come on down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going to be watching WrestleMania downtown Toronto. Uh, follow our socials. Maybe it's too late. You're listening to this a few days removed, but you should go follow our socials anywhere uh, anyways, because at Poison Rana Pod on Twitter, Instagram, for all the updates, we'll post some fun stuff. We're going to have trivia games and giveaways. So we'll kind of document it and let you people maybe play along at home. I know Davey's come up with some crazy trivia and stuff. We'll eventually post once the games are kind of over so it's fair but absolutely yeah. we have multiple replica titles to give out some crazy prizes it's gonna be nuts. i'm so looking forward to it this this weekend like i woke up uh pretty early this morning i know you went to your shrek rave last <laughs> night and i just said brain have fun but like you're coming with me at 10 a.m this morning i was responsible up. yeah so uh you were and but i woke up and i i did feel a little tired, had my coffee, but I feel excited and yeah. energized. It is like getting up early Christmas morning. Yeah, I purposely knew, like, coming home, like, one two one thirty two is early for, like, a, especially a Shrek rave. Yeah. But I got my Shrek rave in, and I was very responsible. I went to far, far away and decided to come back uh, to my swamp. And... Uh, and then I, I managed to check out some of the other wrestling, but there was a lot. Like, we watched some Ring of Honor before. I, mm. I don't know if you watched the whole show. I, I watched the whole of Ring of Honor last night. I watched yeah. it with you up until after that ladder match. Dante Martin breaking his leg, and then I said, oh, I, I got to go. Oh, man. <laughs> I, it's one of those things where I don't want to see it, but I can't stop watching it. Um, like, man, that that's so unlucky. And yeah. it's actually quite amazing that these crazy ladder matches we've been seeing over the last few years where they keep on upping the ante that we haven't had more accidents like this and yeah you would you would think something like that must go through some of these ladies heads who were in the ladder match tonight just going absolutely like yeah man that was devastating and what a, a rough break this team's had i mean darius had one injury came back and right away was off again and and now dante martin as well like it's it's a shame for these guys yeah sending all the the good vibes to those guys but that was pretty nasty there was some pretty nasty bumps going all throughout the 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 weekend of wrestling and it's not even 
over yet. Like there's mm. there's Kota Bushi's back, so you know necks are getting oh, cranked geez. and heads are getting bopped and all sorts of craziness. So uh, I do want to catch up on like a bit of everything. So uh, here's a, a plug for Monday. Follow us on the po- Poison Rana feed. We're going to go live some point to be determined Monday, depending on how we feel. We'll, we'll put out a post once we're <laughs> awake and alive uh, for a, yeah. a determined time. Yes. Yeah. Go over to us. We have a podcast feed called Poison Rana, and it's also on YouTube. And uh, we'll go live and put the audio up on that feed as well. Kind of giving some thoughts of, of everything. The whole weekend. Yeah. WrestleMania, the indie stuff, everything. Vikingo, all yeah. sorts of fun stuff. And if you are watching this live on Post Wrestling right now, uh, we do have a feedback thread open for Stan and Deliver. If you go to the Poison Rana group on Facebook, uh, just search Poison Rana. Search for the frog. You'll see the frog. Join the group. You can leave your feedback for today's show. We are also accepting Super Chats as well. So if you want to leave any feedback in the YouTube room uh, via Super Chat, please feel free to do so. Especially if the Super Chats are about uh, pheromones from DDT. All right. And uh, I loved that show. I clearly haven't seen this DDT show yet. Yeah, yeah, you you have to. Right. Yeah, you have to. People are talking. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to go live on Monday as well there. But, yeah, uh, so poisonround.ca for links for all the other stuff that we do. Because, yeah, we cover NXT. We'll be live again on Tuesday night. We cover NXT every week. But we do a lot of other stuff over on our Poison Rana feed. So go check that out. But let's stand and deliver. Let's do it. Here today, let's talk about some NXT. Don't call it a takeover. But... It's their first big show outside of their little uh, arena in Florida mm. there uh, for quite a long time. So this is a pretty big deal. WrestleMania weekend. And I'm trying to think this is the first uh, NXT show full stop in Los Angeles. No, we never had a takeover Los Angeles. Takeover LA. So, yeah, it's nice. pretty big as well. That's pretty cool. So we actually had a bit of a pre-show. Mm. I, I figured we might have to put a match on some sort of pre-show. It made sense. Yeah. And it made sense to move the Chase You schism multi uh multi-person match here the, the ownership of chase university i i didn't realize that they would do this so as i tuned in like the entrances were just kicking off so we were still like getting settled in mm. and uh i still managed to watch this but i didn't take like extensive notes on it but the real story is what we all kind of were wondering what was going to happen if uh duke hudson were to turn mm. on Chase U, and he made it seem like he made his choice. He even put the T-shirt on. But then he did his best Big Show impression and then swerved us again on the swerve and... Ripped the shirt <laughs> off, attacked uh, Schism from behind. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Chase U with the win here. Yeah, so Chase U keeps the U. I think w- what I found really uh, fun with this is we've been quite high on this Chase U faction and story and something that sounds ridiculous it is ridiculous but i think they've done a really good job and i think actually kind of pretty much all these matches have been built pretty well for quite a while on this show and this was one of them as ridiculous as it is and it was cool to see that this crowd as well are clearly on the same page as us because chase you got a phenomenal reaction in this when the the turn not turn eventually happened. The pop was huge. And then everyone getting in on the give me a C, give me an H yeah. as all four of them. So it was Tyler Bate, the uh, Andre and Duke were all doing the stomps down. Uh, it was cool to see that this does translate beyond just the uh, CWC. Right. Yeah. Like the, the other characters, not just some of the bigger. Because it ones. has yeah. been a thing. We've, we've been following NXT a long time and you've seen characters like uh, Emma comes to mind, who was such a fan favorite in that full cell setting. 
And then as soon as she went outside of that, people just didn't get it. Yeah. And that is a something that can be a problem when you're playing to the same people every single week. They are going to have their favorites and doesn't necessarily translate. Chase, you clearly did tonight. Yeah. Today. This yeah, morning. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> this AM. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting because Ava Rain or... Ava, as mm. the kids say. Uh, Young Rock, the pebble here, kind of making her debut. It wasn't just a one-move kind of thing. She was moving around there yeah. with... Uh, Thea was just on one tonight. She was. She had a, must have had a lot of co- coffee this morning, yeah. uh, this AM, as we said. But Thea Hale definitely strikes me as a morning person. Yeah, absolutely. Or just, just, just insane. Uh, but, you know, Ava, just for just showing up here, I think going forward, like, I would like to see more. And a good kind of match to put her in as a debut. Because yeah. she could show what she was good at, but be hidden enough with the, the multi-man kind of stip. But The Rock's daughter loses her first ever televised Damn. match. Yeah. Pay-per-view match. But still, I think she looked good. So for what it's worth, we, I don't think the schism's over. Still, I'd no. be interested to see Tyler Bate, who's just randomly now. No, what are they going to try and get now? The bar? They'll, they'll try and get Gallus's bar, I guess. Turn it into a emo bar. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds pretty cool. It's because those are the bars that we usually go to. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's turning more into bovine. I, I, I prefer it over Big Daddy's, I think. <laughs> we start off, though, the actual pay-per-view, Stand and Deliver, with, sorry, PLE, with the Women's Championship Ladder Match. Uh, I actually, because, again, the pre-show was on, am I crazy, or did Zoe Stark just have her entrance before the show started? They do do this sometimes, yeah. especially when it's it's multiple people. They kind of do some of the entrances during the pre, and yeah. then I thought they what they had Tiffany open the show and then Roxanne. So they yeah. had most of their like, main players coming out after. So this match is... Well, if you've been following the story, it's been following how Roxanne was the champion, and then she got beat up by uh, Mako Satamora who's not in this match yeah. for reasons. Uh, and then basically this week, she may or may not have been in the same room as Shawn Michaels and may or may not had an actual conversation with him that basically said, no, I'm, I'm not stripping the t- I'm not getting rid of the title. I'm in the match. And that's why she's still here and I'm, tonight. And I've been battling anxiety and yeah. that's why I collapsed. But I want to prove to people out there who are going through the same that you can, you can conquer your demons and overcome this. So here she has to conquer five other women, meaning Roxanne taking on Gigi Dolan, Lyra Valkyria, Tiffany Stratton, and Zoe Stark in a ladder match. And we get um, some, some fast-paced action pretty quickly with Roxanne hitting like a tope early on here. Lyra does this like suplex onto a ladder. They're all women are going after each other and just attacking. They set up ladders in the different corners of the ring here. Uh, there's a pretty cool looking like two for one spot where Tiffany gets uh, hit with a blockbuster as she's like guillotining. I think Indy it was while all, like again, all three people, all iterations were like doing different things here. Zoe does a monkey flip and Lyra like, Lands on her feet and starts climbing the ladder. That was pretty impressive as well. Uh, the bird lady can fly. Uh, who, yeah, who, who she knew? can kick as well. I yeah. was actually really impressed with Lyra in this match. I thought her kicks looked awesome. Uh, eventually, um, Tiffany and Roxanne are fighting on the top of the ladder, trying to grab the title. And Gigi, uh, sorry, it's Indy who knocks Tiff and Roxanne off of it. Uh, Gigi picks up a ladder and does the Terry Funk or Bubba Ray spot yep. with the ladder. The helicopter. This looked a little too... It's too scary. So I understand. But like, it looks really 
clunky because you don't want to actually get hit by this thing. So everyone, you're just running and falling, yeah. essentially. It just doesn't look as good as when like you get hit like a clothesline. But I understand because if you do get hit by this, it's bad news. But it looks still funny. And shout out Terry Funk. Uh, Zoe hits a crossbody to Lyra while she's like upside down here onto the ladder, which was, again, like sandwiching her here. Uh, Tiffany sets a ladder on the ground in the, in the ring and does the, the like fireman carry senton. You can't escape essentially on Gigi onto the like ladder again. Very dead. So painful. Yeah. yeah. Squishing her there. Uh, Zoe hits the Zoe to sleep as we call it, the Z80 or whatever it is so called. We go around, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the pop rocks from Roxanne. So everyone's just firing off finishers and, and spamming their moves here where G- Gigi finally has Lyra up and then throws her off the ladder and she went flying off this thing like that was pretty f- like high up and tiffany for, it was G- it was sorry it was lyra who went like just right eating it but uh Gigi then has the, the spot after throwing her off she throws the bird lady she climbs up Gigi grabs the title but someone else climbs the ladder jc jane who it's like Gigi's seen a ghost mm-hmm. as jc shoves her off and she goes flying off the ladder and I, I mean, I thought JC was just going to grab the title and yeah, yeah, <laughs> claim uh, the title, but I have she did been not. questioning since they they've sort of said JC Jane's injured whether it is a legit injury because I haven't seen anything online about her legit being hurt, and I think maybe the injury angle was an excuse for her losing that match to Gigi, and obviously her arm wasn't in a sling or anything here, and doing a spot like this, I imagine she's. She's ready to come back. So I, I question whether it was ever a legit injury. Yeah, fair enough. She looked fine here. Uh, JC does not grab the title, but she climbs back down, allowing Tiffany to have the open advantage here. She climbs up, and then she just gets thrown off by Indy Hartwell here. This is like the like the Sammy Guevara bump, essentially doing a swanton to the floor. Yeah. Barely got caught here. Like it was a hell of a Onto everyone, right? Yeah, onto the three on the floor and just kind of goes through the middle and takes quite a back bump from quite a height. Um, Hope she's okay. This is kind of rough. Right on the back. Like great, but look, painful. Yeah, you could see she was screaming. So I hope she's all right. But Tiff eating that, earning her her reps here. But this leaves Indy all alone in the ring, but she's, she's feeling gas. She's looking up to the, the, the title, but she's just like, oh, I can't do it. And out of the corner of our screen, Dexter Loomis mm. appears out of nowhere. He slides his head into the ring underneath Indy, and she sees him, and he gives her the thumbs up. He turns around, puts Indy right on her shoulders. It's like Rhino and Edge and Christian from WrestleMania 17. And he climbs up the ladder with Indy, helping her as she pulls down the title. Indy wrestling is... Indie champ here, finally, in NXT, but wow. Yeah, I, I have a kind of mixed feelings about this match. Yeah. I, thought, I thought some spots were really cool. I, I find in general with the women's ladder matches, because they're so much smaller than the men, a lot of these spots look a lot more painful when they're taking the backdrops uh, and like those sentons and yeah. things on the ladders. It looks a lot rougher. Um, I thought Lyra looked really good in this. Um I kind of, I, I thought the indie stuff was was great. I thought Dex coming out, it got a great reaction from this crowd. We've been saying forever, like, what are you going to yeah. do with indie now? Put them she's, back together. She's felt su- such a nothing for so long. She's been in NXT for so long. And I think this is maybe a bit of an injection of life she needs. And 
I think most fans of NXT are kind of like, yeah, it indie deserves it. I just don't really like it's at the expense of Roxanne Perez, which has essentially been a bit of a, a nothing title reign. And I imagine this is, it feels to me like one of those, oh, plans change. Kind of, you know, you had Viking Raiders win the tag titles and then suddenly they're like, oh, actually they're going up to main roster. So they drop it. Carry and Cross wins the NXT championship for a second time. And then they're like, ah, actually we want him on Raw. So you're going to drop it to Joe, who's then going to vacate it. it. It kind of feels like that. This whole Roxanne story, will she, won't she compete, didn't really work for me. I, I see what they're trying to push maybe as a character. And I can only expect maybe she's just going to go up to the main roster. Because I, it's odd to have, you know, a baby face come back from injury to lose to a baby face. If this was Tiffany standing tall at the end, yeah. I'm like, okay, so we're now going for Roxanne chasing Tiffany. I don't see Roxanne chasing Indy for this title. Yeah, I think Roxanne's, I guess, time is up. And yeah. make, you know, Raw after Mania, or I don't know. Something. And putting her in this kind of match makes her feel a bit of an afterthought by the end of it. It's like, oh, just, just Indy's the title champion now. Yeah, I have thoughts about this match, too. I think it's really great seeing uh, all these talented women in a ladder match, which we don't see women usually do this gimmick match, uh, at least still in NXT. Like, we've seen a few, like we said, like the one-on-ones and stuff, but this is pretty cool. I would say, because maybe some of them are still, it's NXT, that doing a ladder match does, like, kind of expose certain things, mm-hmm. and it kind of got a little sloppy and miscommunications and stuff like that, but that's the part of the gimmick, I, I guess. But, um... I, I like I, I, I love that Indy finally got like her flowers because I love Indy as well. And I'm so happy that they just went, yeah, let's just use Dexter again. Cause how, like again, you said it, we've been saying it for so long. It makes so much sense. I don't and think it's, cool. it's a permanent thing though. No, no, but like, you know, why, like, why not? But, um, I, I see, I see potentially she's still going to lose this title to Tiffany. Something I really liked in this as well. I mean, yeah, Indy and Tiffany have been feuding as yeah. well, haven't they? Um, something I really liked, which you don't often see in ladder matches, was Roxanne constantly was trying to run up the ladder. She's like, I've got enough energy, I'm going right. up. She's not doing the slow climb. And even Indy at the end, when a lot of the time it's people just, oh, I'm just going to climb slowly. I thought her selling was really good. She started to climb and then she was just gassed and kind of fell off. And then she's clutching her ribs and she's panting, like trying to get the breath to like to muster it to climb up when Dexter came out. So I actually thought both of them, because it is something I groan at a lot of the time at ladder matches. Why aren't you climbing? Why are you so slow? And I believed that she was so spent that she couldn't actually climb at that point. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a step that's like been played out. How many times did we we watch that ROH ladder match? Yes. They were like, why aren't you grabbing the title? Why why are you making a contraption right now? Climb. Why why, why are you putting the ladder there? Like why? (laughs) Yeah. Climb faster. I've seen you run ropes. Why are you now slow climbing stairs? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Again, they're great to watch and cool stuff, but I, I didn't mind this match. It was, it was a fun opener. And, and again, Indy kind of given the nice, like, feel good moment with Dexter and Index. And yeah. This is the way. This is the way. Well, we went from that new champ to our next match, which is for the NXT tag team titles. It's a triple threat match for these tag titles. The champions, Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang, defending against the Creed brothers, Brutus and Julius Creed. And then the family of Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax, Lorenzo. Mm. I, I feel like uh, Tony D and Stax got the only real like big entrance here. Because 
uh, they come out and there's like different mob people with them. Mm. So it looks like there actually is like, you know, like a family or whatever. Like, what does he say? Johnny down by the docks or whatever, right? Yeah. And Gallus. What are you talking about? Gallus through the pup. Gallus is, is so weird. <laughs> it cuts to them like clearly like what at their same pub. So they pre yeah. this and it's just them at the bar sitting down and being like, Hey, ready for this fight? Yep. All right. And then their music hits and they come out. They could have made it more. <laughs> funny like if you had maybe on their way out someone tries to start a fight with them and they smash your glass over their head and then walk out or something like that but yeah. it was just this this like is this bar part of the performance center because <laughs> they have it's a bar I, in it well no sorry not like this bar is a traveling bar because they managed to make it from this <laughs> yeah. bar in florida yeah, 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 yeah. to los angeles <laughs> in seconds yeah uh, i feel like I feel like I've, I've been enjoy. I've been actually getting into Gallus, like yeah. f- fair play. But they, we weren't sure if they're like baby faces or heels. Mm. So here, the entrance is like, "Hey, we like we're the bar guys. We're bruiser." They were bruiser. certainly baby faces on Tuesday as well. By the end of it, not so much. No, no, so no. it's like you could have done a little bit something more creative. Like they're they're leaving. They're just backstage having a pint, and. They walk up by and you like see someone else there, mm. right? You don't know who that is. And then it may kind of leads into later on and then it kind of cements it. But just kind of a weird like it's WrestleMania weekend. I thought the entrances I was like, expecting what? a bit more, but yeah, yeah. No one really had a big entrance on this show. Um, I think they wanted for like the dynamic of the, this match to be three babyface teams going at right. it because it could then be like a well, it, it was a pretty exciting match, I thought, but. Uh, How we got here, remember, let's not forget. They just all got, got lit. at the pub yeah. at this mystic traveling bar. <laughs> Big Daddy. Big Daddy. If you ever go to Florida, you got to check out the NXT Monopoly board of places. I feel like it's maybe one of those doors that you just open and it's a portal to like this bar. <laughs> so it can go everywhere. You go from there to yeah. the, the barbershop, the parking lot. Obviously, we know about the parking lot. Yeah. But... You can go from this podcast to Gabby's. <laughs> Forbidden doors yeah. everywhere. Well, this triple threat tag team match, NXT rules is three people in the ring at the same time. I think it makes more sense this way. It's way more fun yeah. as well, I think. Uh, Tony Tony and Stax are really showing up here. They may have heard us say, hey, what happened to Tony? He's regressed because he was doing some actual wrestling to start off, which he hasn't done in a while. Yeah, I, I thought both looked really good. But Tony, this is the best we've seen him in a while. Uh, hit this like this X-Plex, but twisting x-plex yeah. which looked awesome i'd love to see this more often from he him. hits like this x-plex like you said and then there's like a a back suplex jumping neck breaker combo from the the, the fam uh, only for a near fall however when the creeds start getting momentum here they start going ham they send everyone to the outside and hit double moonsaults off the aprons to the floor which was impressive brutus doing mm. a moonsault very nice uh this is when they sh- they show daniel cormier who is in the front row, oh, yeah. and they have a moment with him, like, cheering them on. Imagine Daniel Cormier be- managing Diamond Mine. That would be pretty cool. That would yeah. be. He could be the, the talkers for them. Uh, this is when uh, Brutus takes the straps off because he's hyped, and Julius opted for a gear change here. He's wearing just, like, shorts. Well, he's so mad about how he looks on 2K23. Yeah. Because he's like, guys, I'm, I'm fucking ripped. jacked. Look at me. Yeah. No more straps for, so he's just, for Julius. He's just chest out. Yeah. But when Brutus went to take the straps off, I swear Julius went to do it too and was like, oh, man. It's almost <laughs> like, you know, when uh, The Rock has already gone for the people's elbow yeah. once and 
but he still just yeah, minds yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it's great. Uh, so the Creeds are just, like, going nuts here. They're hitting all sorts of suplexes and German suplexes. I love it. Julius Creed, man, is on fire. I think he hits, like, five back-to-back belly-to-bellies. And while he's doing them, he's kipping up. And then does another one on someone else and then does a kip. Like this guy, Julius Creed, will be a WWE champion one day. Like, I th- if money everything honor. goes the right way, like this guy is, is money. incredible. I Absolutely. Think. Uh, there's then this crazy spot where he has two people on his shoulders on the outside. So it was Stax and Mark, I guess. Oh, man. I don't know how this guy did this. Like, how's he not getting a hernia or something here? And then Brutus goes for the Brutus ball, kind of misses. But they all fall down. To be, I think, like, it's still got a holy shit from yeah. this crowd. Uh, such a shame that the, he kind of, it was a graze, but I think the angle. when you're that high up, a graze would still knock you off. It's a shame he didn't fully get it. But just I think the it's visual. The, angle. the visual, oh, you think from another angle? I think, like, look, I, I, you know, I work in TV with some experience. I think if they, they had it just a little different angle, it would have been fine. But right. they didn't replay it because you know the producers were like, hey, let's look that at all these. Oh, that. no, we didn't get but it. But I, I think from Brutus's point of view, he wants to connect because it's going to soften his landing. Yeah. You know? Instead, he's just falling It's right almost down. like he just likes to go, boop. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm cool with that. But, but like, just the, the visual, visual of... Julius having like towers. So one guy on his shoulders and then a guy on those shoulders. The strength of this was unbelievable. And even though it didn't, fully hit like i was still blown away yeah me too me too uh back in the ring though somehow tony d and stacks gain control and they hit the bada bing bada boom which is like their new finish we've seen Mm. them use like a swinging side slam it's not that impressive drop kind of thing but it's broken up here and then when uh the gallus boys are getting in control we see someone interfere we were asking hey where's where's the other coffee brother we have mark but where's Joe? Well, the Iron Man, Joe Coffey, is here as he appears and, well, costs the, the Creed's the match here. Well, Stax is going for the pin. Yeah. And he, he pulls Stax Gets out him out of, of here, allowing the Gallus lads to hit their new finisher, that, like, fireman carry, running sick kick spin-out helicopter thing. It looks, it looks pure. Great. It's pure Gallus. That's mm. what I'm calling it because this move looks great. And the Gallus boys are on top, as they say, because they retain the tag titles. Standing tall with their their leader, the Iron Man, back in control here. I mean... This this got booze from the crowd. And which they, is good. And then Gallus were kind of playing it up like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe clearly got his visa issues fixed, I imagine. And Gallus moving forward, I imagine, as, as heels, which kind of... Makes more sense. Way more sense. And now that this unit is back as like the three, they're the champions of tag, but like having mm-hmm. the two, they could do a uh, free bird rule if they wanted to. But this unit versus Creeds and Braun yep. is definitely would a match cool. I would like to see with the, th- with the six guys there. But yeah, you know what? I really like this match. All six guys were really doing a lot of stuff. Like Tony D was doing some wrestling. Stax, man. Stax is such a. St- Silly character. Beautiful diving headbutt uh, in this as well. This guy, this guy in like a few years, Stack's going to do the Kofi Kingston and just forget. He's one day not going to be Italian. They're going to be like, wait, weren't you in the mob? He's like, no, no, no. no. My name's Lorenzo. Um, I I think Stack's probably the best thing that happened to him was two dimes getting fired. Because I think if it was just two dimes and Stack's, they'd have been the lackeys, the kind of nameless lackeys, uh, putty patrol for Tony D. 
Instead, with it just being a double act, they've they've had to give him more personality. And I think he has excelled in kind of the scenes we've seen backstage with Tony D. And he's been backing it up in the ring as well. Um, I We were saying on Tuesday, I think, I kind of feel this should have just been Gallus versus Creed's. I think this was actually a better match having Tony and Stax in there. I, I do love the format of these triple threat tags having three in the ring yeah. rather than the two and you tag anyone. It just min- means it's it's just non-stop this was like really non-stop action some really fun spots in there um i yeah i was impressed and this this definitely had my attention more than i thought it would and the gallus guys being heels again makes things yeah. more interesting for the eventual diamond mine yes. taking them back like we need to get back on that track and i think this does that but the next time julius has two guys on his shoulders brutus is hitting He's that, ball. Hit that ball. yeah we need that retribution but i i i, I was into this we go to our hosts. It's pretty deadly. They're both wearing some Elton John-inspired glasses mm-hmm. and, what, like crushed blue suede and purple suede with puffy shirts hanging out of it. Total Austin Powers, Elton John look going on here. They're talking about how they're super excited about Stand and Deliver, and they're trying to get a word in for Braun break with Braun, but they're too scared to knock on his door because, well, uh, we've seen what happened he the already last put time. through a table. Yeah, so they're excited, and they say maybe we'll talk to Carmelo later on. But we go to our next matchup, a definite match that had a lot of people's attention this weekend. The five-way, fatal five-way, for the North American Championship here. The champion, Wesley, defending against a debuting Dragon Lee. No relation. J.D. McDonough, Ilya Dragunov, and Axiom. Yeah. Yeah, so five of these guys going at it here. Uh, Dragon Lee, like I said, making his debut and has a sweet theme this thing slaps whatever this was one of the best themes like i haven't been too high on the on the wwe themes of late but But like right away first one and like giving him a a pretty our feed kind of froze on i don't know they slow mode they they tried to do some slow-mo and then i think i think it was on their end because it the screen kind of froze but then it it showed like his his stats, yeah. like how many, uh, when he started wrestling at 17 and all that kind of stuff. It meant it showed his like titles elsewhere, yeah. like New Japan stuff. And I thought that was kind of mm. interesting as well. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, they also mentioned the Rascals w- uh, with Wes and stuff like that. So okay. kind of kind of cool that uh, there was some, some of that. But yeah, Dragon Lee kind of looking. Make him feel like a big deal coming yeah. in here. Dr- Dragon Lee looking like pretty sweet. Yeah. This felt like an old like NXT TakeOver debut. You right, know, yeah. like like giving the guy the big entrance and putting him over as a star. This guy was a big deal elsewhere. Yeah, the story going into this is Wes has been doing these open challenges he, and everyone's been fighting over who wants to face him. So he decided he was allowed to pick these people. So he did. Axiom, for some reason, wasn't given the title shot and then wins the Battle Royal and mm. here he is. So these five guys definitely had my my... My curiosity, and now they definitely have my attention. This starts off with like all five kind of staring at each other, and Wes is like, "Hey, why don't you guys fight? You guys hate each other. Like, go at it." Because JD and Ilya have been feuding for what seems like forever, so they start about to go at it when Dragon Lee then gets involved and just walks up to JD and like forearms him, knocking him out instantly. I thought this was a great like start to the match. You did not see that coming, uh, and then it was a big like just. 
punch almost. Yeah. It? it looked great. I think it was Vic on the call who's like, yo, Dragon Lee knows how it works. You walk into your first day and you walk up to the baddest guy and smack I mean, you're him. in prison. Yeah, you <laughs> punch him in the face yeah. <laughs> so people know. Things just break down right away where all five guys are getting thrown and in different iterations of guys are fighting. Uh, Ilya, Ilya does the machine gun chops in the corner. And like you had Wes right at the beginning being like, Oh, Ilya and JD, you've got beef. You do, go yeah, at sort, it. Go sorted. at it. <laughs> and then looks at Axiom and Dragon Lee like, Hey, you both look like luchadors. Why don't you guys? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything's just going nuts. Uh, JD does the like Joe walk off spot to Wes, but Wes kind of lands on his feet and is like, you from the Conhilo. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then like goes after him. Uh, but then JD fights back and does a Asai moonsault to everyone, which was very impressive. A Spanish fly inside. Uh, Ilya. Breaks up a pin by stopping the ref from counting, which was a nice little touch here. Uh, eventually, JD keeps, like, breaking up everyone's pins. And when he's in the ring, everyone kind of stares at him and then attack him all at once. Like, pretty funny spot. Uh, eventually, Dragunov just starts, like, hulking up here, just beating down everyone. There's Chop sending Wes down. Uh, Ilya, Ilya goes Super Saiyan, essentially, here, and just, like, hitting Germans. And, the, like, every time Wes comes at him, he chops him. And it's a chop where, like, Wes falls backwards or like goes sells it like death uh, eventually axiom comes in here he's hitting just nonsense like crazy moonsaults to the outside he does he does the one like the kenny one where you jump spring like twist in the air and springboard Rihara. oh yeah. man it's nuts Th these guys are going crazy uh there's then uh what is it dragon lead does the like flying over to the air onto everyone as well there's then in the ring where Dragunov's like beating down this German suplexes. He does his like, the, the guy's already down, but he does like the falling forearm. It's like, to the back of the neck basically it's the like head. a finish. And Wes breaks up this huge pin by d hitting the spiral tap onto everyone. So everyone's down. Eventually Wes goes for his handspring, like cardiac it's kick. Flip flop fly or yeah, cardiac kick. Cardiac yeah. kick. And in midair, he is super kicked by Dragon Lee or is it? Dragon Lee Axiom. or Axiom? Oh, Axiom. man. Yeah. This was spot on. And then Axiom's tangling with JD. And JD goes for the Devlin inside, but it's countered. And Axiom does the Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc 97 springboard DDT reverse moonsault. Oh, man. This was nuts. But somehow it's broken up as well. And then as he's hitting super kicks with everyone, it's Wesley who goes for – sorry, it's Dragunov who's going for his running – Headbutt, the torpedo. Torpedo Moscow, yeah. But while he's running, he's met by the cardiac kick from Wesley in midair. Great finish here. But it was in such a way that I think the torpedo Moscow still connected with JD. So it was like, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, it, the timing was perfect. So everyone's down, Ilya's down, and Wes pins Dragunov and retains the North American Championship in a damn hell of a match wow this this was incredible um i i definitely want to go back and rewatch this one because this just absolutely didn't stop i thought all five guys were in on point it's like normally i i prefer singles matches you know especially for uh ple's like it, it feels like a proper big grudge but i like that they went this route i like that they didn't put a ladder in this match and pretty much all of them have this like like elements of luchador, but also a lot of submission, striking. Yeah, exactly. And it, it just was such a perfect match of five people. Um, it felt like a video game. When we play 2K, 
one of our favorite matches to do is the the five people. You do six and everyone just pairs off with each other. Yeah. You do five and it there's Changes always someone the who's free to break up falls. It's very hard to get yeah, a pin. Yeah. And this is what it felt like. Just uh like I was absolutely blown away by this. I think Dragon Lee had an awesome debut. Any of you who've seen him before know how how good this guy is. Um, and I think he's going to fit right into NXT if, if he's in this mix of people. Um, th- this was my match of the night, and I, I can't recommend it enough. If, you, if you're if you sleeping on NXT this weekend and you're kind of watching some of the other stuff, this is the match to cherry pick from this show. Absolutely. This was nuts, man. All five guys here are some of my favorites to watch and definitely keep NXT afloat as like the, the, the workhorses. And I'm happy that these five guys got to shine. Uh, cause everything hit for, for this. I really, I really got into it. Definitely like matches, ma- one of the, the higher matches this weekend already going. Out of the ones I've seen. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So great stuff. Wes retaining, which is, which is cool. I actually think you could have went somewhere else with this. Cause I just don't know where you would have went with Wes. So I, I think, I think Wes can have singles against all these guys yeah. moving forward. Um, I think Axiom I, should be the one to take it. From I think him. with, yeah, you can do that down the line. Um, I think May is the next big event. It's only, I think he can hold it until then and maybe drop then, especially with the women dropping the title, sorry, changing the title in a multi-women's match. Uh, You're about to change the tag, the women's tag titles and the men's. I thought it made sense to keep this one on Wes. Just, I I love that you said like it wasn't a ladder match because it allows for way more like dramas and different things it's, without doing you that. end up having a match where people are trying to win yeah. rather than how can i jump off this thing yeah it, it works how so can i well. hurt myself this is right. the like i know we had the the obviously people talk about the smackdown six but real ones know we had the nxt six mm-hmm. back in the day this is the the new just five guys here nxt the nxt five going forward this absolutely is, these five guys running the company and in then, a few like, years hell yeah you've got your uh like nathan fraser as well I'd, oh yeah I'd put in this mix you know what honestly he could have been in this because he had a hell of a showing last mm. tuesday so honestly those matches with axiom as yeah, well yeah yeah exactly but yeah bravo to all five guys here great stuff and wes retains we go to our next match uh, well we have pretty deadly uh discussing stand and deliver and uh they try to get a word with Carmelo and instead Trick is there and says like, you know, he doesn't have time for you. I noticed uh, after this, uh, Pretty Deadly changed because they're like, oh man, we're wearing the same thing as Trick today. <laughs> it was the sparkly. They're wearing the sparkly black yeah. blazer with nothing underneath. Right, so. yeah. What a look. Uh, which was a shame because I was going to rock that tonight for yeah. WrestleMania Night 1. But yeah, I nice. can't have everyone wear this outfit no, no, on the no. same day. No, it's okay. Uh, thanks for the, the last minute Shrek outfit last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you keep the ears? Yeah, they're over there. Did they yeah, survive? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, last minute. I, I was like, I don't have a Shrek costume. So last minute, Dave, Davey gave me uh, mouse ears. And so I put sunglasses on and wore them. With a Santa hat on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I did get a few like, what's with the Santa hat? I'm like, I didn't have it anything. It won't come off. <laughs> uh, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Our next match is a grudge match. It's an unsanctioned match, meaning it never happened. 
technically sort of kind of it means NXT is not responsible yeah. for what happens in this next match. Grayson Waller taking on Shawn Michaels uh like protege <laughs> surrogate <Yeah>. wrestler yeah <laughs> Johnny Gargano. So Grayson Waller has been feuding with Shawn Michaels. We thought we we're getting we we thought we were teased that Shawn was going to come you know, out of retirement. If, if they go the full way of that where it can be you know, Shawn Michaels feuding with AJ Styles for, all right, Johnny, after that. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. Let's like, do let's do the Shawn Dream matches just yeah. with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Why not? Perfect. I'm yeah, fine absolutely. With that. I'm okay with that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Johnny became the, the surrogate, like we said, where Shawn's like, well, there's history of basically Waller's the one who sent Johnny out of NXT with the, the, the attack. We know Johnny loves Shawn, their boys. And well, this is why this match is happening. But then Waller, always going live on Instagram, decided to visit Johnny at his home when Johnny wasn't there and beat him up on his front lawn. And then things got personal. And that's why it's this unsanctioned match. Mm. And Grayson Waller still manages to go on Instagram live before this match. So I love the attention. It's, it's not how I'll show you how to do it. You no, just go no. on your phone. But I, I love <laughs> he, he walks down to the ring and then he like put it down and left it there. Yeah. Like it was still on live for a while before I guess someone turned it off. But uh, pretty funny. So Grayson Waller comes out to a sea of booze here. And before he does, while he's on the Instagram live, he walks by Gorilla and we see, I think, Sean and uh, Matt Bloom. And he's kind of like, oh, is that your boy, huh, Johnny, huh? You think he's going to win, Sean? And kind of rough, like making him a little angry here. Johnny Gargano, his music hits. I'm still not over the music change. I feel this might be better than the first remix they did, but it's it's this Rebel Heart. Yeah. Show me the way. No one's going to do it for you. Watching a year, I'll be like, number one Spotify rap, <laughs> Rebel Heart, whatever it's called. <laughs> no, it'll still be Battle Cry yeah. for me. Uh, Grayson, sorry, Johnny's entrance here. We were wondering if he was going to come out dressed as Shawn Michael. Yeah. Shawn <laughs> gear. He was not. Uh, can you explain this gear? They tried to say that it had like different elements of takeover. So it, it's, it was meant, I'll have to, Johnny's normally good at posting on his Instagram, everything yeah. broken down, but they said it's, it's like all his big feuds in there. So there's references to Tommaso Ciampa. There's references to Finn Balor. Um, maybe Adam Cole. I'm trying to remember. And it's got the date of his NXT debut yeah. in there as well. So yeah, but it's also in the, this year's WrestleMania and Stan deliver colors like the red and the gold as always look very fresh. Yeah. He has the best gear easily. Like he always looks like a superstar and it said takeover on it. This isn't a takeover, but Johnny takeover showing up here tonight for this unsanctioned match. I was definitely hyped. Mm. I think this is, this is my last time ever doing one of these takeover things. It should be. Yeah. Like he doesn't need, he's had his NXT, like they have finished the story with this Waller thing. Uh, but now, once Mania's on, it's time to time to go, with Johnny on on Raw. They did like his uh, Rebel Heart logo. Like, does look a bit more Shawn Michaelsy in the tri- Titan Tron. It's got the Shawn like red yeah. and black zebra print. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Waller Gargano one on one, unsanctioned here. Johnny right away just flies at him, throwing a chair at Grayson Waller, and then just attacks him. Uh, as they're like brawling around the ring, really like fast start to this match here. Eventually, Waller like throws Johnny and they're fighting into the commentary table when Booker just goes flying. Yeah. Booker takes a bump here. 
And he does that thing where, you know, when people fall over and they're embarrassed, so they just stay on the floor and make, make out that it hurt more than it did. Booker does that because he's down for a long time. I'm yeah. like, dude, you fell over for a living for 30 years. He like- was just trying to do the spinneroonie, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vic is like, yo, Booker, are you okay? Yo, Book, you good? Yo, Booker, are you, are you okay? No, I'm not all right. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we've seen times before where like uh, someone's like looked a book and done a, the hand or the spinneroonie yeah. and he gets pissed. Or we've seen him get bumped into before where he gets pissed and we're like, uh-oh, how's he going to be? He, he calmed himself down a little, but yeah. there was like half this match where he just wasn't talking. But I think there might have been an issue with the comms as well because Vic was like, have I got you, book? Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm here. Oh, couldn't hear you for a sec there. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> it's part of the like your job, right? Like this this kind of stuff yeah. happens, but I mean, maybe a warning or whatever would be yeah. nice, but I'm sure he did. Maybe he's just playing the character. But it was well. a really exciting start to this match, just Johnny coming, throwing yeah. himself at him with these super kicks, like multiple suicide dives, all that. I thought it, it really like picked up the energy right away. Uh there's Waller trying to scare Vic after like that bump because mm. he's boys with Johnny as well. Johnny goes for another tope to the other side, but this time Waller smacks him in midair with the trash can lid. Definitely reminding us of uh, that old Jericho spot. Rule rumble. Uh, there's then a, like a setup of chairs on the outside and Waller like super – or is it Johnny who counters and superplexes yeah. him onto the chairs like all set up ringside. This looked like This it spot hurt. always looks so painful. Oh, yeah. Uh, then there's uh, Johnny who's going for like his slingshots, but he gets hit with a drop kick from Waller here like scouting him. It's the it's the knee yeah. that he used against Bron with the spear as well. It looks so good. He did it from that sling. I like that. It's like one of his big moves now. Waller then tunes up the band to a sea of booze here in the crypto arena as he's taunting Shawn Michaels as he goes for it, but it's blocked. And then when they're like fighting over on the apron and the ropes, again another crazy move where Gargano ends up hitting a destroyer onto the outside, which is just crazy. This yeah, this was crazy. It was like the the rebound, like handspring off the ropes yeah. into. It was more of just a spike pile driver yeah. than a destroyer. It and it like heat seeker almost. Uh, yeah, yeah kind of like that, but on the floor looked looked great. And yeah. Waller was down after this. Waller is down, and Candice LeRae is holding Quill. Is it their baby? Mm-hmm. And then she hands it over to like their family friend there, and Johnny's like, babe. Get in here. So she hops the barricade. The crowd go start to go mental. As as of was I, I was really into this. She grabs a kendo stick and she just lets it rip. I know uh, it was opening night for the MLB the other night, but <laughs> Candice LeRae sh- shooing for for a, a oh, home run shots. She is Ranks just thing in half. walloping this guy, and then he runs away. Finally, stopping like the the kendo stick is broken at this point after the shots from her. But then Johnny meets him around the other side, and then he, like, takes it over, and he starts beating him. Waller's back had, like, bumps and welts all over it after these spots. Johnny hits the one final beat in the ring, and Waller kicks out of it. Mm. Johnny's big move. He's won many a takeover matches with that. He doesn't know what to do. Somehow Waller gains control and hits his jumping unprettier on Johnny, but he kicks out of that. And then Waller sets up Johnny in the corner with a trash can and shades of WrestleMania 17. It's coast to coast. Waller hitting Shane O'Mac's big move. But with a trash can on the head. Right yeah. The front. Oh, yeah. this was cool. But Johnny kicks out of that as well. 
And again, Waller's back just keeps getting more and more nasty looking as the match continues. Uh, there's then uh, Waller who power bombs Johnny just right through a, a, a table ringside, which is great. This table was just chilling here for a he while. Did the, he dived over it with his rolling stunner yeah. first and then power bombed him. Pretty sweet. Eventually he... Which is, I know you, you hate that stunner. Yeah. But in this case, it's like... To, like, jump over an obstacle kind of worked. Yeah, he did it a few times in this match. He had different ways of hitting yeah. it in this match, which was pretty funny. Eventually, he hits a low blow on Johnny and sends him in the in the ring and hits the running stunner, just like we said. But Johnny kick out returns, yeah. baby. We know Johnny can kick out of anything, and he did right here. Uh, Waller is a little, like, flustered by this and doesn't know what to do. When Johnny gets to his feet, Johnny... Hits Waller with a low blow, returning the favor, and then grabs the chair. You know things were getting crazy when Johnny has that, that little like part of the steel chair we've seen him use. And, Edges bit. Yeah, that right, thing, yeah. right? Johnny then grabs a chair and puts the like mangled one around the neck of Grayson Waller. And Johnny steps up to play here. Johnny Evil. Right Johnny here. Evil swings for the fences and sends one into the nosebleeds, meaning Waller's damn head. He hits the chair while it's around Waller's neck, while he's standing. And then while Waller's just down and probably dead here, Gargano puts him in the Gargano escape. And it was just that for Grayson Waller, as there won't be any shoeies for this Australian mm. today. As he taps out Johnny Takeover, Johnny Wrestling... Doing it for Sean, doing it for Candice and Quill, and doing it for NXT. I, I thought this was was really good. Um, these WWE, I think when we when we're used to now watching AEW, where they have like street fights and stuff, and we're used to all the blood and that, it's hard for WWE to live up to the violence in a kind of no blood semi PG era. And I thought they did a really good job here of this, not just feeling like a generic wwe hardcore street fight right uh i thought there was some really like uh good spots here like the um like the the chair spot around the head the the table on the outside the candice definitely uh with the kendo stick was a lot of fun uh i think wall has been fantastic um really since the the build for the bron feud especially but i think he's been great leading into this um wonder if it's time to call him up after this defeat um the one thing as like johnny's kind of doing these nods to nxt past i think it would have been cool if after the low blow he revealed the cup that's been on his <laughs> his dining table for the last three years i hope he put that away no <laughs> yeah I, I just say oh big nxt match better yeah, better, better protect the balls up. uh but yeah i i thought this uh this lived up to like a johnny gargano yes nxt big show match for me and i thought uh, walla absolutely held his own i really love this match man johnny's one of my all-time favorites i can't wait till they find out what they have with johnny gargano mm -hmm. on the main roster and done properly hopefully fingers crossed but coming back here for this one like big nxt moment for this match it made sense with the story with waller like almost two years ago and now with the attack sending johnny away so it kind of all came into like it all made sense. And then, of course, when the actual bell rings, like Johnny, man, like yeah. he's so good. And uh, Waller held his own up there with Johnny. Like, I know why they made it unsanctioned. It does kind of protect Waller against Johnny, who's like known for like being the one of the most slickest working yeah. guys. So in a way, like it was able to match. But you said like Johnny Evil, like 
Johnny was teasing last week. He was wearing the symbiote logo I mm. mentioned because he was so mad. So seeing his his facial reactions, like seeing that Johnny is like really, really cool to see because we've seen it with the Champa matches where he guessed they'd like do these evil things to win. And he definitely did it here when he when he was ready to swing that chair at the fe- final end and then he did it and then makes him tap. He was like, you know, killer Johnny here. Do you like, do you see uh, Waller moving up? Yeah, teaming with The Miz. I was going to say, like, could you have him cost Seth tonight? I think a Logan Paul-Waller pair right. would feel kind of accurate as well, maybe. Hmm. Um, I don't know if they would debut him as soon as that, but it's yeah. it's an option you could go if you want Logan Paul to win, maybe. Yeah, I think he'd I think he'd kill it if they if they put this iteration of Grayson Waller on the main yeah, roster. Yeah, it would work. Give this guy a mic; he'll be great. Yeah, he showed me he can do Shane O'Mac style stuff. Yeah, he can get people to hate him. Way to my heart, there. Yeah, like know? he's good. He's getting there. He's he's definitely becoming already. I I think he's done in NXT now. He should be like unless unless you're gonna have him fight John the title again. <laughs> like what, what's there to do? He yeah, true. kind of feels like he's had his main event run. Yeah. Um. I'd, yeah, I'd move him up. This is the time to do it. Yeah, I just hope uh, post-WrestleMania season, Johnny is used in a proper... Just just have stories. If you're not going to put him in championship stuff, whatever. But like, have actual stories. I hope the reports of Triple H wanting to one-time main roster run of DIY mm-hmm. is true. Just so that you can expand on that and have some, some big matches yeah. down the line just while we can. So um, After the match, we had the reunited... The the way. Show me the, the way. The way assemble. This is the way. Yeah. In fact, because they all come out here. Candice, no theory, but he's busy. He's getting ready oh, for his yeah. match later. Uh, L.A. traffic. He wasn't risking it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Candice, uh, Indy with her title. Yeah. Dexter Loomis and Johnny all celebrating here. Kind of a, a great moment here. I, I, I love this. It, I love this match and I love this, this moment. This might have been the, the least uh, in... Like gimmick, I've seen Dexter Loomis because yeah. he's just giving Johnny a big hug. Yeah. Like he's normally just you know the the thumb, but right. he's like hugging Johnny nah, and everything. Love it! What a what a beautiful moment. Yeah, I would definitely recommend this match. This was one of my. This is going to be a, a tough one to beat for sure because Johnny proven again and again and again. Like he's great. I know there's the Johnny haters out there. I just I I love this guy. So yeah, me too. I can't wait to see what he does on WWE products because. I think if done right, it can work. And the same for Waller, man. I used to really hate this guy, but now I love to hate this guy. Like he's he's doing the the right things, and his wrestling has such improved. So definite highlight. I I, I really can't tell you which match of the night because uh, I after that five way, I did not think we it's were between getting those two. Yeah, I, for me, the five way was was pretty special. Yeah, uh, but I, I really enjoyed this one as well. And this definitely like these two matches like took me back yeah. to the old like pre pandemic. NXT WrestleMania weekend show. It's that old like NXT. It, it, it felt like that. Like with old NXT. Yeah. Well, you you say you want old NXT? <laughs> How about some new NXT yeah. in all the ways possible? Meaning we got some witches taking on the, the team of the two people who can't coexist. The country girl and the businesswoman. Businesswoman who does business. Who also may be... A cheater. A cheater. Dun, dun, dun. And there was at ringside, there was uh, a country boy in a beautiful purple velour shirt and uh, ginger beer with pineapple and lime juice 
on the outside. Yes, uh, we're throwing a WrestleMania watch party tonight and tomorrow, and Davey made a cocktail menu, but he also you made some virgin cocktails, mm. and we've mentioned you made the Brooks Jensen. And well, uh, Brooks Jensen, go go follow his Twitter. He uh, he also posted a photo with the Great Muda, which is awesome. Yeah, but he's having a hell of a week. But he uh, also retweeted us and says, hey. "I'll have one." <laughs> so shout out Brooks Jensen. First said that was uncalled for, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all love. Ooh, it's love. all love. We're playing Freebird for you tonight. So uh, for those maybe who I'll add it to the playlist now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure on repeat. So if for those not following NXT week to week, maybe Here you're we just <laughs> maybe you're just checking in on maybe you're just checking in on NXT because you're like, oh, you know, maybe it's good. And, and what's going on with that stuff? Let's fill you in on this storyline. Kiana James is a businesswoman who does business things, important business things. Uh, where was G, by the way? She wasn't on the show. She never comes out with yeah, her. Yeah, lacking she, she's, G. She's holding down the, the office. Right. You know? I want to work in this office. Big office business deals. Yeah. So Kiana James is pretty much a businesswoman heel type character. She tried to screw over Fallon Henley by buying her bar, but uh, due to wrestling matches and stuff, that bar stayed with the Fallon family or Fallon Henley's family. Apparently, it's also not the same bar. It may or may not be the same bar that Gallus hang out in <laughs> from different angles. However, so Fallon hangs around with with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, mm-hmm. and Brooks Jensen starts falling for well anything that has a pulse because he's a young twenty one year old virgin. Is the storyline? It was Caden for quite a while. Yeah, he was into never worked out, but he started hanging around Kiana, and his friends were like, "It's not going to work out. She's too good for you." And eventually, he he went on a date with her, and things were going good. And then Fallon had the suspicion that Kiana was cheating on Brooks. Uh. That she even went into her office and found flowers and notes from someone named Sebastian. And we're not it, we've never been revealed of who Sebastian. Kiana was supposed to explain and tell all. Yeah. Instead, she just smooched Brooks this week. All I'm saying is they. They haven't rebranded Dragon Lee yet. <laughs> Sebastian Lee. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. He needs a good NXT story yeah, to kick yeah. things off. He great. didn't win the title. Welcome to WWE, so pal. So come into the, the Brooks and Kianaverse. The grassy days yeah. of our lives storylines. So anyways, so the, the two that can't coexist, they want to coexist here tonight for this match, but we're not sure... Like, Fallon is upset that, that Kiana hasn't told him the truth, even yeah. though she smooched him. So, Kiana may or may not be two-timing uh, Brooks Jensen here, the lover boy. As these these champs come out in all purple. And, uh, again, long-term storytelling. I believe Brooks Jensen was wearing the shirt that Kiana gifted him, like, weeks or I months ago. Right. I do think you're right. I think he was wearing that shirt. So, attention to detail there. It's yeah. the little things in wrestling. Is uh, our... our- Country boys known for wearing purple velour. No, but I love like the gimmick is he's been like puppy dog love for her and right like yeah. like all about his like the first ever girl that's showing him attention. So in her entrance, she's got a purple purse and she makes him carry it for uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew something was going to go down with this purse. So they make their entrance anyway. So I just explained in a nutshell the whole story with this. Their opponents. They're witches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that can sum it. it up. Yeah. Yeah. They may or may not have have been invisible one week. We we still haven't 
quite work that there's out. There's no proof. Yeah, yeah, there's no proof, but they may or may not have been invisible. Yeah. But yeah, these two witches going up against Fallon, Henley, and Kiana James. I hope I did justice of the storyline. I line. think so, yeah. All right, so this match starts off here. Uh, Kiana, sorry, while Kiana and Fallon are making their way, they're almost in the ring. Actually, it's Alba Fire who goes to jump off the top. Kiana pushes Fallon away to take the bullet for mm. her, uh, which is a good start to the match here as it starts pretty chaotic here to get the crowd kind of back on their side. Uh, this is when, uh, Vic Joseph and Booker are talking about the storyline and what's been going on with Kiana and how she may or may not be cheating on Brooks. And Booker T, you know, say what you will about Booker T and his commentary, but spitting out pure wisdom here for everyone listening and watching at home. He says, I mean, what did you expect? He's like, I've been in relationships. What do you think? What do you think, ladies, when you go through your man's phone, you're going to find something. (laughs) What, What makes this even funnier is this isn't the first time Booker T... On NXT commentary has taught about what, cheating, cheating relationships. on his woman. <laughs> like he's like, ah, it just it happens, you know. King like, book. Oh my, bless him. Yeah, uh, Fallon somehow fights back when she's in the ring here with Isla Dawn and hits a flying blockbuster, which looked pretty cool here. Uh, eventually, the 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 witches keep tagging in and out, and they beat down on uh, Fallon here, and they hit, which is sweet move. This should be their finisher. It's basically their two finishers put together. The the gory bomb the and the, bomb the flatliner. Yeah. yeah. So the firebomb flatliner witch thing. It looked great, but Kiana breaks it up in the last second. So the match goes on. There's then like a doomsday device drop kick here from the, 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 the champs here. And then a series of super kicks and near falls. And the witches keep kicking out. So Kiana's getting a little frustrated here. And she goes to, to, to Brooks, who's ringside. And she says, Brooks, I need you to give me my bag. Open my bag for me. And Briggs is like, no, we don't do that. That's cheating. We don't, we're not cheaters. Stop. And they, and they both, Fallon and, and Briggs are like, no, stop. We can, we don't need to do this, which costs Kiana here because she turns around and she gets beat up mm. and then hit with the backstabber, swanton bomb, firebomb combo. And we have new NXT women tag champs. The witches reign over. Kiana and and Fallon here, but it right as the pin was happening, Brooks tried to go in the ring to stop it, and Briggs held him yeah. down. So what's going on here? I mean, okay, great that we got new champs. Actually, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire are pretty good together. Actually, I would see this as a team on the main roster e- easily. They both are pretty good workers mm. and look the part of the witches. I love the gimmick now, like coming together with their outfits and stuff. It looks good. So I'm happy that their champs make sense. They can go on and defend against whatever teams we even have in NXT. But of course the juice of the story is the meat of the story is what's going on with this thing. Cause Kiana was going to win. Mm. It's so now she's going to play it up. Like you. you- so uh, off the match, Brooks is like comforting Kiana and she didn't do like, she didn't do any pissed off at Brooks acting. She was like, ah, oh, she was disappointed. Yeah. So, um, I thought the match was good. I, I wouldn't say it's a match at the level of, you know, your previous NXT events that we've, we've been used to. Yeah. But that's not to say it was bad. I thought I, I'm actually, I think all four women are, are pretty good here. Um, Fallon and Kiana in, included. I think Kiana's come a long way considering how, how long she's done this. Um, but I do think when when the end of a match happens and you're questioning 
what's next in the uh, Kiana and Brooke saga than going, holy shit, we've got new champions. Right. It's a comment on this this title and this division um, and that there isn't really th- these belts flip-flop over so much. Like, Kiana and Fallon haven't had them long. You're more interested in the story that is going on there. And they're going to drag that out, which I'm kind of glad about because I, I enjoy this story every week and dissecting the silliness of it. Well, like, he's dressed nice. Mm. Like, maybe, like, she's trying to get them away from them. We still think there was the story of Fallon falling for him. It's like, your your great you know CW dramas. Unfolding. So I what what's next? I imagine Kiana starting to be like, you're not there for me, Brooks. And yeah, she's the dump him. Yeah. He he cost her the title. I know she's the heel, and they're supposed to be the baby faces, but she asked for her bag. Hmm. She's gonna reveal all I needed in my bag was I needed some water. Yeah, something. It's gonna be something else. Like I needed you know whatever, and he's gonna go like, no, you're I was not a proposed to. You. <laughs> he's gonna go no you, you're not a cheater and fallon's gonna go yes she is yeah <laughs> yeah and then dragon sorry sebastian lee comes sebastian lee <laughs> book it sean book it bloom we go to our main event are you ready it's two alpha males colliding here the two guys of nxt carmelo hayes braun breaker nxt champion defending against hayes braun Comes out making his entrance. He didn't break anything. So no. you know what? Right away. He's losing. Yeah, I knew something was up. I think his dad already broke the internet this weekend. Yeah, his so. dad broke a lot of people's uh, opinions. Yeah. Of the st- I mean, hey, at least he's Braun Breaker, right? Why would they Why would they be so stupid to change his name now? Yeah. like <laughs> So if you don't know what we're talking about, this uh, was it yesterday at a convention, yeah. which was actually uh, International Transgen- Transgender Day of Visibility. Yesterday, yeah. Um, and uh, Giselle Shaw posted on, on Twitter that Rick Steiner was basically shouting horrible things at her. Terrible her a man and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, which is disgusting, especially in 2023. Um, Jericho's then got involved saying that he's been a bully for years and that kind of thing. But... Um, yeah, just obviously there's no place for that uh, today or anytime, yeah. anywhere. Um, and especially on a day that's meant to be like, you know, recognizing. And yeah. So shout out our trans listeners. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. I, I read that and was just like, what? what? Oh, your son is wrestling on a WWE main match. event. His biggest match. And you decided, first of all, to say or think these horrible things. And then that now is the time to to shout these things yeah. in public, disgusting for people to hear and and see mm. and for to hurt someone like that. I think that is awful. So yeah. obviously putting a bit of a like cloud over. Yeah. I mean, obviously kid. Bron's not his dad. Yeah, of course. Thinks differently. Yeah. I would hope. Um, but yeah, it it does kind of. It, it shouldn't be what people are talking about going into this this match. You know. Yeah. So. Again, Braun, you know, Braun is, is, is his own person. And I'm just going to say, it's not going to be like he's going to come out and people are just booing him just no. because of, of this, right? No. People are going to boo Braun because it's been the fun thing to do the past few weeks and months. Maybe Joe Gacy should have kept him in that cage. <laughs> yeah, Joe Gacy should have... I mean, Joe Gacy's locked. all about inclusion, right? <laughs> Joe Gacy like, knew! He knew. <laughs> oh, dude, he knew all those months re-watch back. That, I'm year. not rewatching that feud back. But Never yeah. rewatch it. <laughs> Yeah, for those not sure, uh, Joe Gacy kidnapped Rick Steiner like mm. a year ago and uh, locked him in a cage. Yeah, he should have threw that key away. Mm. 
Damn. So uh, Braun comes out with a bo- in your house beware of dog yeah. intro here. Dog face gremlin Braun Breaker. Don't call him Steiner. Uh, Carmelo Hayes actually had a pretty cool entrance here. Uh, he had Trick come out and cut a little promo and then had the jerseys in the rafters yeah. of all the people he's beaten here in NXT. I, they've done it with a few times of Trick introducing him and I, I think it, it works so well. And gives Trick his his moment as well. Uh, I really like that. Actually, right before their entrances, I should note that they did this like hallway walk thing. The championship NXT yeah, walk. Yeah. But like, for both, so they were in like different hallways, mm. but both hallways like lit up, amazing. Like mm. wherever this venue was, looked awesome. I mean, it's the old Staples Center, so it it's looks a, it's a great venue. Yeah, like uh, Mellow coming through the Lakers like hallway thing yeah. was pretty sick. And then was Braun in the Clippers hallway then? <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Uh, Mellow's had uh, like Lakers gear, and the Titantron was like Carmelo Hayes in the Lakers mm. font and everything, which is uh, which is awesome and, and sick. But isn't he not? from there so you know it must have hurt him if he was i think pretty sure he's from boston mellow i'd have to have a look so i, I he doesn't know, sound like he's from boston no but i love this entrance with the the lakers like uh, uh yeah near, near boston yeah uh, Massachusetts. Braun should have came out yeah. wearing a celtics jersey that mm. would be the heat there uh so these two standing tall in the ring face to face nxt championship all on the line here and they stare down when the bell rings. Not quite the Noah stare down from a while back, but they give a bit of a stare down and then they start to go at it here. It felt like they were trying to bring this crowd up. You know, like the, I mean, obviously they're not Rock and Hogan, but have that moment where the crowd are like amped up and yeah. start cheering and start getting louder and they look at the crowd. Crowd weren't quite there. Yeah. Well, they eventually go at it and they're going hold for hold and counter for counter. Uh, Mello goes for his like springboard clothesline, but actually slips up here and it allows Braun to just like walk over. So like stoically, like almost like, Oh yeah. And then when Mello finally does go to hit the springboard again for the clothesline, Braun just no sells it. And Mello just drops down and is just gives this shocked face and starts to taunt like, cause Mello was taunting him. So he taunts Mello here. I think the slip up added to that whole interaction and it was really great here actually. Uh, and then Braun's just kind of like bullying him here and starts to taunt him. He does the like balling yeah. shot and everything. Uh, Braun eventually fires up and keeps knocking Hayes down. He hits the, the like lift up, uh, military press and then a, a standing like moonsault for a near fall. Mellow does finally connect with the springboard clothesline. It is a thing of beauty, but Braun kicks out of it. Braun hits him with a back, backbreaker. Uh, and then Trick is, up on the apron here and the referee gets a little pissed so the ref says trick you are out of here ah, which got a big boo this crowd did not want to see trick williams leave here so while mellow is is talking to trick on the outside Braun runs the ropes and jumps to the outside with a huge tope con hilo taking both of them out here he does that pretty great uh, back in the ring hayes eventually comes back he hits his face buster and then the suplex lift into a cutter and then that sweet looking like spider snap suplex thing he does mm. in between the ropes. I don't even know what this is, but we've seen him do it a few times. It's great. But Braun kicks out. Uh, Mello has him up top, and Braun counters a superplex into a huge avalanche Frankensteiner. We'll call it a Frankenbreaker yeah. here tonight off the top rope, and that looked awesome. But the ref is down, and, well, Braun puts Mello in the breaker recliner, <laughs> and Mello taps out. But the ref is down and doesn't see it. And this is when Trick 
runs back in here and nails Braun in the back with the title. And Hayes goes for the pin as the ref is back. It's a one. It's a two. But Braun kicks out. Hayes and him start going back at it again here. Eventually, Braun gets the best of him and overpowers Hayes, lifts him up with the military press. He's going for that power slam. But in midair, it's countered into a code breaker. This was a thing of beauty from Hayes here. He goes up top and hits the nothing but net, the flying, like, scissor kick. Guillotine. Yeah. A ref is up. He counts it. One, two, three. They did that slow championship like Earl Hebner used to do in the day after he was knocked down. One, two, three. And new NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes. Melo, don't miss. He has done it, beating Braun. This didn't quite do it for me. I thought there were some cool spots. Obviously, both these guys are great athletes. I don't think Braun is necessarily the best opponent for Melo. I think Melo shines a lot more when he's in that North American mix. You know, your your Ilias, your JDs, your Axioms, your uh, Wesleys, that kind of group. I didn't think the match was bad, but I really didn't like the end. They've been pushing since this build that Mello is pretty much now a babyface. They they built this as a babyface. The whole face. feud, he was babyface baby for this face, feud, yeah. The babyface match. It wasn't, to be fair to him, it has been Trick, who has been, like, you know, wanting to do some dirty tactics, and Mello's been kind of against it. So it wasn't Mello being heelish. I think the the visual tap, though, is weak. Um, yeah, you, that's something you see your like your chicken shit heels do, not the guy who you are now crowning as your guy of this company moving forward, ushering in a new era, you know, new challenges at the top of the card and everything. The visual tap just had me scratching my backwards. Head. Really, really bad. Like that. That is something you know a Grayson Waller does yeah. against Bron Breaker. Grayson would tap and then cheat and then win. Not mellow and. And therefore, it, it kind of taints his victory. I don't know if it's they're, they're just scared of having Bron beaten, but we've seen Bron beaten. We've, we've seen Champa beat Bron. We've seen Ziggler beat Bron. Like Ziggler beat him last year yeah, at Stand and like, Deliver and on this show. If you're going to go all in on Mello, he should have had this win in clean. the bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that kind of like sullied the match a little bit for me. And, yeah. and especially then afterwards, they do. Bron giving the sign of respect. It's like, dude, you got screwed. You've been champion for over a year. You're the second longest running, reigning NXT champion in history. And you just had this guy's friend whack you in the back of the head with a heavy championship belt. And you made him lost. tap. And, and now, you're, now you're fist bumping him? Like, mm, no. Yeah, it felt backwards. It felt like the, like the story of the few weeks going into it. It was only like a, like a month of them promoing this. Like We knew it was going to go to this, but... The story was just him being a babyface. The promos for this match were all babyface. They'd never attacked each other, all that, this and that. So why finally go to that heel thing in the match? It's yeah. so backwards. These two are... And, and Mello didn't play heel at all. So, which then makes me go, oh, are you now going to introduce like dissension between Mello and Trick? Which I don't think is the right thing to do. Because no. I think they should... I don't want to see them feud together in NXT. No, they're a hot act They're together. a hot act together and will be great on the main roster together yeah and i don't think match wise i don't think trick is quite there to really have an interesting feud with mellow so why do it it was bizarre yeah this one didn't hit for me as much as i it didn't live up to the hype it didn't live up to okay to the biggest guys in nxt for the past few years since the changeover these are the two biggest 
dogs and I don't know. There was something just didn't hit. It, it was it, that that thing in between, like the tap and stuff. But it meant it the didn't, crowd didn't react in a way when Melo did eventually win. Like there were cheers, but it wasn't as as big as it should have been. Yeah, it was some. It, it was a little flat, honestly. Mm. Uh, but I I I still love both these guys. I still see big things for them. I I again see Braun leaving NXT now at this point. Like him and the Diamond Mine guys should just be together. Him and the Creeds as a unit. Would be awesome. So move yeah. him up. Uh, Mello, so many different opportunities. I, I wish they just kept him heel at this point, but people are going to cheer him. So I guess that's why. But him versus like so many different people, fresh matchups there. It's the same. I mean, I, I fully expect, and I'm going to date this podcast, but I fully expect Cody to win tomorrow for that reason. Like Roman has run through everyone there yeah. is to face at this point. Cody is champion, just opens up so many more different interesting matches and that's what you got with Melo now as champ yeah but uh yeah i i love carmelo hayes i definitely see big things for him in wwe the same with braun breaker but i was a little disappointed with this match i still had some it was still fine but i was like maybe it was my expectations of it were like hoping it was good but overall this show is pretty good like it had two really solid matches and the rest of it still was like all right it was pretty decent so I, I enjoyed it. I think it's it's actually quite a nice time of the day to just sit down in the afternoon and just watch some wrestling. Um, had two killer matches, so I'm going to be high on a show exactly. for that. And nothing, in my opinion, stunk up the joint either. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun with this one. And Duke did not turn on Chase. Duke you. didn't turn. So we're fine. He bleeds red and... White. White. He bleeds red. But. Bleeds red, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was Stand and Deliver. That's what we thought of the show here. There is a little bit of feedback over on our Poison Rana Facebook group. Find the page, but there's a group as well. We'll let you in. And we post up feedback threads on Tuesdays for NXT and for PLEs like this. I'm going to read one from Chris Price, our was expert oh, over yeah. on uh, the Patreon. He says, I'm at this show right now, and so far it's been electric. Johnny Wrestling and Wesley, stars of tonight. Let's see if the main event can top them. Would love to know what his thoughts are after that. Oh, wow. Okay. So thank he, you, Chris. He's writing during the show. Wow. Thank you, thank Chris. Chris. Uh, Chris is uh, one of our – we do a show called Was Next. We do retro mm. reviews. Chris always writes in every week and follows us with old retro NXT, so he knows his stuff. Maybe, maybe Chris, if you're attending any of the accesses, uh, you can get some – was next scoops for us for our our end of 2013 show. That's right. We're do. Yeah, plant the seeds. Yeah, some stories. Yeah, you I, know I, what to do, Chris. Have a great time in LA, Chris. Uh, we go to Magan, who says best NXT live show post Black and Gold. Yeah, I'd say so. It had surprises, thrills, and a motivated roster with something to prove. The five way North American title match was excellent. Indy Hartwell finally getting her flowers gave me a guttural reaction of joy. Johnny Takeover got to put an end to his NXT story his way. The way reunion gave me a tingling feeling in my chest. And Carmelo Hayes got the Kobe number one, Kobe number one over Jordan as the new NXT champion. Nice. I, I love how when back in the day when all the way stuff, we were going, this is so stupid. And now we're talking about tingling now. feelings in our chest when who we see thought? them reunite. Yeah. And then we go to Andy who writes in, everything on the show was very good to excellent. Ladder match, five-way and the Gargano Waller were all top-notch. Awesome start for this WrestleMania weekend. 
Thank you, Andy. Thank you Thank all you, for Andy. writing in. Thank you all for listening. Oh, we got some more here. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Oh, go for Just it. Just give a little refresh. Yeah. We have Sean who says, I really loved Stand and Deliver this year. Definitely best show of post-Black and Gold era. Everyone stepped up. The pre-show eight-man was no Matt Classic, but it was incredibly well done and entertaining. Ladder match was a pleasant surprise. Everyone got a chance to shine. Didn't see the result coming, but wasn't mad at it. I haven't been Indy's biggest fan, but she really stepped up in this match and deserves a chance to show what she can do. Tag match was solid and physical, and honestly, I thought Tony D looked the best of everyone overall. Yeah, we, we definitely noticed he stepped up here. I wonder if the creeds move up. Women's tag was also solid and a great story. I have no words to describe the five-way match other than amazing. Wes is a made man, and that North American title scene looks like it'll be fire for a while. The unsanctioned match gets my vote as best match of the show and will be hard to top this weekend. It was nice to see Johnny and Candice deliver like we know they can, and Waller looked the best he ever has. Thought the main event was great, but it was never going to top the five-way and the unsanctioned. If this is the end of Bron, then good Godspeed. You're a great champion, and you held this brand up when... All anyone wanted to do was tear it down. I hope he gets a great opportunity on the main roster. That said, I am looking forward to Mello as champ. Like in black and gold days, NXT threw down the gauntlet this afternoon. Let's see the main roster can top it tonight. Thank you, Sean. That was a whirlwind. Mm. And then finally, we go to Nazimul, who writes in, This show was awesome. That five-way could have been match of the night on any takeover back in the day. The whole show flew by. I still can't commit to two hours of weekly TV, but I certainly won't be missing these take these NXT PLEs going forward. I almost called it a takeover. Mm. Also, your WrestleMania preview show was awesome. Massive shame I can't be in Toronto tonight. Next one in NYC. One can hope. Well, Nazimul, you know what you can do if you can't commit to two hours a week. You can listen to us tell you what matches of the two hours you can watch. Yes, we usually cherry pick uh, some good stuff on on Tuesday nights when we watch NXT. Mm. But yes, thank you everyone for writing in and everyone listening there. We will do one in in, uh, NYC. And thank you. Yeah, we did a WrestleMania preview show. Thank you. Over on our Poison Rana feed. So we do a lot of other shows on there as well. But I I enjoyed watching TakeOver or so. (laughs) <laughs> Still doing it. Yeah. It's forever. It's because Johnny, Johnny was Johnny did it. have Johnny takeover yeah, in his gear. Exactly. So it was a takeover as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we stood. We delivered. We talked about it. We will be back Tuesday night for the hangover edition. The stand in hangover. Yeah. <laughs> hang and deliver uh, show on Tuesday night. Uh, but Monday we'll go live on our feed talking all about the rest of this weekend. We're going to get ready for our WrestleMania parties over in the city right now. Can't wait to see... All you fine people. And, and uh, yeah, we just hope everyone's having a lovely WrestleMania weekend. Absolutely. And, yes, it is true. Vince McMahon mustache confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were lying. I thought uh, it was fake. But it's real. As someone put Damn in, real. Uh, in the group, I'm going to highlight Raja here. Have you guys seen the photo of Vince's new look? Each of you has more gray hair than he does now. <laughs> Amazing mustache and new facelift, too. Yeah. Is this like, I don't know, I can't decide if he's Gomez Adams or like Vincent Price. I don't know, what's he doing? Kind of, yeah, both. Both of them are right. He's like, no one will recognize me now. It's the hair dye that gets me because I'm like, dude, you've been gray as long as I've been watching you on TV. Yeah, he's always had gray hair. So now you just decide? Yeah. At the age of 77, you're going to... Midlife crisis. (laughs) I fucking hope it's not a midlife crisis. (laughs) Way too long of this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Vince Mustache is real. It's not an April Fool's yeah. joke. It was legit real. So I once I like things with AI. Like I'm, I don't know if that picture with the Pope Maybe in that jacket or not real. Maybe this is just a new Vince McMahon. It's an AI, and 
for whatever AI reason, Vince. all we can do is is him with a mustache and uh, and dyed hair. Okay, have you removed the the sexual harassment from him? Yeah, yeah, that's gone from his programming. Right. Okay, that's good then. I mean, you're adding a mustache. He looks more sketchy or yeah. creepier. Than ever. <laughs> well, maybe it's a like a warning thing. You know, like. Like, Warning, stay away from like this fucking person. Venomous snakes look scary because they're venomous. It's like, yeah, he looks like a creep now to warn you off because he is a creep. I don't know. I mean, he's rich enough to have like real life AI. Yeah. Like, maybe that's why he looks that way. We're on but... the fuck post feed here. We've got to be careful. <laughs> say. Shout out Vince McMahon's mustache. Yes. Not, not shout out Vince, not but shout, shout out Vince. his, no. his mustache for sure. Shout out all you people listening to us. Thank you very much. Poison Rana is a feed. You can check us out. All the other stuff. Patreon.com slash Poison Rana as well for all the other podcasts. We just did reviews of WrestleMania 11, WrestleMania 19, some movie reviews up there. The next month's going to be pretty crazy with this month just kicking off. So uh, I know WH is going to join us for a great Muto. Not great Muta. KG Muda. KG Muda. KG Mudo. Yes. Yeah, you're getting, I'm getting confused yeah. now. Yeah, he's going to join us for that. Great Muto is his new WWE Name. Name, yeah, because yeah. he's not retired. He, he hasn't has retired, retired in the States. As, as the great Muta. Oh, it's the great Muto, has he? <laughs> uh, Poison for everything yep. there. Thank you, guys. Happy WrestleMania. At Poison Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow us. We have a new Instagram account since Instagram deleted ours, and we only have like 200 it's followers. It's like, It'll be fun to watch tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Go follow us. Yeah. Give us a follow. I, myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And happy wrestling, y'all. Ahoy! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.